You're now listening to the Garage Guys Fantasy Sports Podcast. What's up? It's your boy Hip Hop Hooray Harold. Welcome to the Harold and Hip Hop Podcast, brought to you by Hip Hop Harold and other people. I'm just kidding. What's up? It's Chase. It's Garage Guys Fantasy Sports Podcast. I was really looking forward to talking to Harold. Harold, you yeah. want to? Hip Hop Harold. Well, yo, what's up? It's Hip Hop Harold. What's it happening? Kind of sounds like this guy used to know by the name of Ricky Rager. Ricky Rage? Yeah. I think I think that at this point in my life, Hip Hop Herald would probably not be so, like, you know, into, like, shoving cans of alcohol down his throat. Are you referring to Slamming Brad K's? No. No. I mean, it's, I, I like, trust I me, like, know, I haven't, I, I, I haven't slammed a Brad K in a very long time, but, you know, it's cool if people want to do that. I, I actually encourage that. I think, I think everyone should be able to slam some Brad K's, like, get together. I think that drinking should be illegal. Really, I think drinking should be illegal and marijuana should be legal. I, I agree with that one hundred percent. That would change and help Mil- if a Miller lot Light, of people. If Miller Light became um, like a marijuana distributor, cannabis Light, like, Rip Brad case or no? It wouldn't that no? Wouldn't no, no I'd still you can still drink it. Still drink it? Yeah, like cannabis. Different. Don't they have cannabis beer? Oh yeah, they have. I think they have cannabis everything. I don't think there's anything yeah. that they have not put cannabis in. Damn, anything that you have. But, but laid your eyes on I think nowadays they've put cannabis in it it's yeah it's like, pretty much everywhere yeah like doesn't stop possibilities are endless they luckily are. they haven't put and that's this is interesting why have they not put being able to get drunk in a jewel pod alcohol in a jewel pod yeah yeah like come on don't do, tell do me you, they can't do it do you remember do you remember when they had that that whole like phase where people were like compressing like alcohol and like making vapor and like inhaling it and giving yeah yeah light. yeah uh, yeah they still I mean people still do it yeah but like that's the only thing they've really done with that alcohol. shit like would fuck you up like I don't think I ever successfully did it you have to have like a special machine or some shit yeah. to do it properly. no people were doing this in like two liter bottles yeah I've seen it yeah I mean but I don't yeah. think it's the you know, as much as like you go to like a, there's like bars now that you can go to and they, that's kind of what they serve is the vapor. Right. Yeah. If you've ever, if you've ever, uh, vaped alcohol garage fam, please hit me up on Twitter and let me know what your experience was like, uh, compressing alcohol in a plastic bottle and inhaling it. And, um, also if you can keep count of your brain cells that you have after <laughs> you did that, please let me know that amount number. Just trying to get some, us a, a good stat chart going for this now. But uh, but yeah, welcome to the pod. That was a great, great cold intro. Maybe I don't even know. Well, way to judge. It was just like we were we were just contemplating. We were just like sitting here like talking about. We were seeing like Bob Marley before the show even started, and then like we just like rolled into a cool conversation. 
You gotta yeah. love it when those things happen. It happens good sometimes. They do. But yeah, wel- welcome to the show. It's another week. A um, lot of shit to talk about. Always. What What was that one thing I said on the last time that we did that we did a uh, the last football season? I had said uh, fantasy football and shit, or fa- no, fantasy football related stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember that? Yeah. So we have some more fantasy football related stuff for you guys on this week's show. Also going to be talking uh, about. Uh, some other sports. Coca Cola 600 is coming up uh, this Sunday. Big race in Charlotte, North Carolina for NASCAR fans. You know, you send the new cans, though, right? Yeah, the new Coke. Yeah, we're going to talk about that cans. too. We yeah, that's a that's a hot the hot topic, big debate. When we is gotta, that? When is that happening? I'm not, I'm going to get I'm going to get the date. We're going to figure that out by the end of this of this pod that we are doing live without editing anything. We'll definitely look it up. Okay. Um, also, going to be talking about. Uh, have we found the cure for the Drake curse? Um, we, we briefly discussed this earlier. I think we found that. And uh, we're going to be reviewing the uh, new Lonely Island Bash Brothers experience video um, that I don't I don't think Jordan had a very great time with. And uh-huh. I was I, it lost me at some points, too. But we're, we're going to get into it and talk about it. But uh, this week's show, along with every week's show, is brought to you by Roto Baller. Get over to rotoballer.com right now. Go and check out the premium NASCAR content. Uh, you're going to get great articles by myself, Scott Engel, Dan Dobish, and Sean Engel. Every week we have new updates. Um, I have released the Sleepers and Drivers to Avoid article. That came out on Wednesday. You can go check that out right now. And today you're listening to this. So my article is going to be live for the race preview for the Coca-Cola 600. You'll get my driver picks for your DFS lineup, so be sure to check that out today or sometime before Sunday. And use promo code GARAGE to get 10% off of your subscription to the NASCAR Premium content. We are also brought to you by Official Goat Gear. Official Goat Gear is the one-stop shop for all of your greatest of all time merchandise, t-shirts, hats, pins, Great products from Official Goat Gear. You can get products, t-shirts, whatever you want from all sports, football, basketball, baseball, and they are showcasing some of the greatest to ever play the game. So get over there right now. Use promo code GARAGE. You'll get a discount on your order. And uh, also still have the racing tees over there. So I know they have the Racer 3 and 24. You can check that out. If NASCAR is not your bag, you skip that every week on this podcast. No probs. They got NFL stuff, football stuff, quote, quote, basketball and baseball. So, again, officialgogear.com, promo code GARAGE. All right. So, wanted to start the show off this week. Fantasy football season is quickly approaching. Um, Jordan Jordan has been uh, – Jordan, you've been ramping back up. You've been getting ready for, uh, for draft season. Yeah, yeah. It's been uh, a lot of changes. Keep, I've been keeping up pretty well, but I haven't been keeping up. It's yeah. been yeah, so I mean, a lot to keep up with is right what's going around. People moving all over the place. Team teams are changing. So I'll tell you this much. Like I have I have done you know, I, I try to stay updated on everything as possible, like as soon as possible and make sure I have all the information coming. But um but yeah, like I said, just like this year's draft was not as exciting to me for some reason. Like I didn't find like this huge excitement that there were a couple players that I liked, but I think that was mainly it because like the year before, we had so many players that we were excited about. You know what I mean? Like, to see what happened. This year, I feel like there were only a couple that I was really excited to see what went down. So, me personally, it was kind of a mediocre draft year. Um, 
But we, you know, now that I'm getting to know some of these guys that are, you know, going to these teams and I'm learning a lot about them, I'm going to be talking about one of them tonight um, or today. But, uh, but yeah, like I, I totally get it. Like, so, I mean, like, you know, you're, you're getting back into it now and I kind of feel the same way. It's kind of, it's kind of been strange a little bit just as far as like trying to, to, for me, it's just not close enough yet. There's still going to be so many changes yeah, that see, if you, if you spiral into trying to, for me, if I, if I spiral into trying to keep up with all the changes right now, I'm going to be confused and shit whenever the season finally starts. Yeah. Cause it's still off season. There's still people being moved There's so around. much shit going yeah. on. So, and see, that's, I think that's what's been so different for me this year is cause like, you know, primarily we've been, you know, all we've really fucked with was, is redraft for so many years. That's all we've ever done. So now me getting into the Fantasy Twitter Dynasty League um, this season, it's kind of forced me into it really early. Because, like, around May last season, you know, I'm reading reports and stuff like that. But, you know, I'm watching, like, NBA Finals, NHL Finals. Like, you know, I'm just kind of, like, into other sports. So I've been thrown into it a lot earlier this year. And, like, but it's a good thing, too, because I am learning a lot more quickly. And, like, so when draft season for everyone else really starts ramping up you know normally around like mid-july through august yeah you know, we're gonna be on top of the game dude yeah that's usually whenever i start really getting into it exactly so i did want to have i had a couple of announcements um one of them was uh as far as mock drafts go uh, a lot of you guys that have the sleeper app that have downloaded it you can go to uh the apple app store google play store download sleeper we have a channel on there. It is the Garage Guys Fantasy Sports channel where we post all of our updates and things that are going on. Um, and the big thing that we have right now that's going on over there is the Garage Guys Fantasy Sports pop mock drafts. So you remember when you're in school, you know, and you'd be in class or whatever, and then you weren't paying attention because you didn't give a fuck, and then your teacher's like pop quiz, and then you're like, oh fuck, like gotta do this. So we're doing the same idea basically throughout the week. I'm basically just like, you know, this past week I was, it was one night I was like, you know what? It's time to draft. Do a pop mock out. Got 12 people in there. We did a redraft. It was the first redraft uh, mock. But are you, are you the only person that can start it? No, I want other people to do it. Yeah, too. you got you got yeah, I guess I want, pop one on you though. So yeah. you can't just you can't yeah, just be so like, you, "Hey, I'm chilling and I got nothing to do and I'm going to murder them in this draft real quick." Well, well, I'm waiting waiting for your text. Waiting for your text. Yeah. But I think that yeah, like it is really early for redraft still, but I mean, we did a redraft uh the other night. It was the first one for a lot of the guys and there went really well. Shout out to those guys. I had a, a tweet post. Um don't have all the handles up right now, but uh, you can go on my Twitter and check that out. And we uh, we have the whole draft board, but we had a great time, and it was uh, it was informative. Like you're you know you're learning a lot of stuff, and and it does. Like I mean, the more you're mocking, the more time you're putting in to fantasy football season at an earlier date, the more you're gonna like really dive in and get really prepared in like a big way. So it's uh, I, I mean, I don't mind it. It has really sharpened my interest a lot more because NASCAR is like taking up a lot of my time and it's not a bad thing at all like I love the sport itself but like you know trying to find that balance between you know being a, a hundred on NASCAR and a hundred on fantasy football like I'm, I'm getting in that groove now like into the middle of it so it's it's amping up so I'm excited about it there's been a lot of news but again if you're on sleeper get over there follow that and you can keep track of when we're going to be doing these mocks um, and uh, we're going to have a lot more people that are going to be in the mock rooms as well so it's going to be awesome. 
all throughout draft season. Draft season has officially begun on Sleeper. Get over there now and check that out. Um, but, uh, yeah, a couple of the players. Uh, big news, I think, that, that recently hit was with Tyree Kill. So, I mean, you're you. everyone pretty much knows what the fuck's going on with Tyree Kill at this point. All the shit with the baby mama drama, like, you know, the kid. Yeah, I still can't tell if he did it or not or if she's lying or not or if the NFL's going to, you know, wait two years to do something about well, it or... That's the that's the big thing is that now the NFL has decided basically they're not going to step in until CPS makes a decision on what's going on. But I call bullshit on that. Okay, they've always they, okay, like they've done different things for different people. They haven't all been treated equally. And like if they're going to take a a stand on this and say we're not going to do anything until the proper authorities say something in the past what they've done is and and when you've seen it too the authorities will say he did nothing wrong and then the nfl will step in and say well we don't like what you did so you're on the exempt list now right so sitting here saying we're gonna wait does it doesn't matter sometimes sometimes it does sometimes it, it doesn't matter so you have to you have to do these things equally and i feel like the nfl in the past five years has really screwed a lot of fans and a lot of players on the way they've handled these types of situations and it needs to get better. Yeah, I feel like they've they've kind of played like a game with it almost. Like they would Because at first like, they jumped the gun, right? They like yeah, Tyreek Hill suspended. Suspended yeah. now like they jumped the gun. Waiting, now, we're waiting to know how many games they're gonna be suspended yeah. for. And now, and now it's, it's like, like oh, they're doing something different. Yeah, now we're gonna wait on this. You know, now we're going. This is a trial and error. We're we're barely going to talk about it. Why don't we see Roger Goodell updating these things himself more often? Why isn't he in the spotlight more often? You know, why isn't he on NFL Network more often? He's hiding from everything. Yeah, like he, he doesn't hide. I don't follow him on Twitter, but like I feel like he should be tweeting as much as the president, maybe. <laughs> like, well, uh, just with the uh, shit more, that goes on. More though. I mean, you want you want to have an entertaining product always. Like I mean, and that's what the NFL is at the end of the day. It's entertainment, and we get that. You know, it is these guys out there putting their you know their self uh, on the line. Yeah, I could see it as entertainment. a sport, but it is an entertainment. An entertainment. But they're not these guys. The not, all, not all of these guys are here to entertain. Right, I mean, not all of them are puppets, quote unquote. Right, I get that. Like, but you're making the them feel like puppets because you're playing around with their strings. And exactly, you're, saying you're suspended or you're not suspended. We're going to wait here. We're not going to do it. And like with Zeke, Zeke was like it was like two years later, right? Yeah, and that's where I'm headed to. I mean, it's still their job at the end of the day. Like this is what pays their bills, and this is what they enjoy doing, what they love doing. So, like when it comes down to it, like I'm not saying that what he did or didn't do is right because I mean, anytime you throw a kid into something like that and like make those accusations, like I don't fuck yeah, with it, that. But right now, it's but, all accusations. Because why? We're, we don't know enough. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I do I do feel like this should be the standard going forward. Like, if, if shit like this is going on with a player, let the authorities do their job first. Let, let a verdict be reached. Shit like that. Then you make your assumptions on what you're going to do. Like, yeah. instead of making this shit happen on hearsay, like we saw with, yeah. what, Zeke. And just a, just a woman comes out and just says something. Yeah. And they're, they're you know, and I'm not, not saying this just against women or anything. No. But it, I could come out and say anything about any player I wanted to and possibly get them suspended. Yeah. And you I know, mean, just because of my accusation. Yeah. And, and not only that, not right. even today, I can make an accusation like that and get nothing wrong. Get nothing done to me. But I can 
partially ruin. Say say this. Say Zeke's on course to break the single season rushing record. Yeah. And I make an accusation on him and I stop him. Mid season. Suspended four games. He's never getting that back. No. Same thing with Tyreek Hill. Nothing will ever be the same going forward. For Tyreek Hill, six game suspension for nothing, and then they find out he did nothing. Yeah, that's injustice. It's wrong. Yeah, I mean, there has I, to be a more clear cut plan to deal with acts and accusations. I feel that, and like I think that now, like with this whole move, like even though. Like I said, and again, just to reiterate, like it's like I'm not sitting here saying that you know, oh, free Tyreek Hill because like, you know, if he did do that shit, then yeah, he deserves to be fucking punished for it a hundred percent. But with the route that that they're taking with this one, I think that that's just the way it should be done in all cases. Uh, they may maybe like I said, maybe they finally are getting it right, but you got to treat everybody the same, right? You and know, it, you can't come out just because it's a a big political move. To, that makes the NFL look bad doesn't mean you can just suspend him for these games. Just come out and say, "Oh, it happened. He's suspended." It's like it's like they make a, right. a split second decision to really screw with these these people's lives, right? And and so this this is how all this for me transpires into fantasy, okay? And I think this is like a subject that like a lot of people want to avoid, but like I just feel really compelled to like bring it up, talk about it. When players like this, like let's say like Tyreek Hill, Kareem Hunt, when you're in a, on a draft board, you're when you're a mock or when you're on draft board, like I feel like it's it's almost gotten to a point to where like you feel like you're going to be judged if you draft these guys. I don't feel that way at all. You don't feel that way. Okay, no. so like you know, people will draft people will draft like Tyreek Hill or Kareem or whatever. Like, like do you mean like? personally judge you're, no or i'm just saying like, like they're gonna they're gonna laugh at you yeah no you're always gonna get yeah well it's i don't think it's about la- i mean yeah there are some of it yeah, like you're gonna that. make fun of somebody but like adrian peterson far, okay yeah, you know what yeah. i mean like, you're gonna make fun of that but as far as like I what's guess, tyree kill's name gonna be i don't even know we got adrian peterson all right and adrian if, Ty- if, if tyree kill did it we've got to come up with a name for him Okay, well, it's going to take some time. Yeah, we got but working on it. I feel like there are people out there that like may feel like you know, even if everything clears off, like they just feel like they need to avoid him on their team. I'm going to be the first person right now to avoid say, him on his team because of what he's because accused. yeah, they just they feel like they don't want to be affiliated with that and have a player on their team that's like that. This is how I feel about it when you're playing fantasy sports and and like like I said, when it comes down to the competition itself of the game, like. I have no problem drafting these guys, especially if they're going to be falling as low as they're falling. Fuck your feelings. Yeah, because <laughs> right now, like, I drafted Tyreek. I drafted Kareem Hunt in one the other day. Okay, and, you know, of course, I start people start, like, you know, saying a little shit about it. Oh, go ahead and draft this person. You can have the fucking shit team, the, the shit I'm bag, sorry, but that, teams. That, that woman deserved – I mean, I don't know. She didn't deserve exactly that at all. Yeah, but, but like she she needed no you know no like, woman deserves to be hit. Nobody but like, deserved it. There there are things that say like you know like she was calling him like the n word. Yeah, like, like doing calling him doing that. things that deserve to yeah. get a knock in the face. But Did still, it have to be you foot? have to be strong. You still have to be strong <laughs> enough, especially at that. I mean, any man should be strong enough to like refrain yeah, from yeah. like that. But, but like again, yeah, I get, they should get rid of our. I role. get why I got under his skin. 
But like, yeah. I mean, yeah, they, they were all drinking her in the and face, shit. man. <laughs> no, you I'm can't not. Just kick her in the face. <laughs> yeah, you can't do that. Like, but I mean, like, look, I really think like those are the kind of things. Like, I mean, honestly, how much do you hear about Adrian Peterson? Like, they talk about like him hitting his kid with a switch. Like, how much do you hear about that today? Um, I mean, from me or from the media. Just from the media, I mention it every time I mention his name. But the media, like, I mean, do you? It's a, is it like a circling thing always? No, like, no, not no. really from the media. These things no. will fade away. They talk about his pass. suspension. Yeah, they talk about his suspension. That's my what whole, they talk about. They my, don't talk about why he got suspended. I got you. Yeah, I mean, that's it. So, I mean, they'll say that kind of stuff, but these things will pass, and like these players are going to be playing, you know, and just they're going to be in the league and they're going to be doing things like this again. So, but his fans, it never leaves. No, don't be, I'm just saying, don't be afraid to, you know, draft somebody like Kareem Hunter, Tyree Kill, like, especially if they're, you see them falling very low in the drafts. And like, this is completely detached from any type of morality or emotion. This is straightforward game right now. Like, if you're just like talking about like playing the game, getting the most points you can, winning a championship, I feel like, you know, you, you might get shit from it. You might hear people giving you shit, like. If you if you can get Tyreek in like the fifth round, yeah, do that. Like if you can get Kareem Hunt in the fourth or the fifth, yeah, go mm-hmm. for it. I'd wait longer on him. I mean, I, I mean, like yes, that's kind of where players. he's going right now. I mean, Tyreek kills. I mean, Ezekiel Elliott was what Ezekiel Elliott was suspended, and and he was going in the second. But he so, was only suspended like four games, right? Six or six, six to eight. I can't really remember. I don't remember either. It wasn't a whole whole. But yeah, like when it comes to those those guys this year, like I mean, I really feel like what we really need to do is figure out who's holding out this year. That's what we got to do. Figure out who's holding out. Yeah, who's not going to play? Who's going to pull and Lev? Who's going to pull the Lev Bell? Yeah, I don't. I don't think we're going to have a Lev Bell card this year. I feel pretty confident about that. No, he's going to play, but who's going to do it? I know, but I'm saying like I don't feel like a player is going to pull the Lev Bell card. Like I don't yeah. see that happening in the league this year. I think that like we we all kind of want to put those days behind us now. And I think that's like Lev's thing. <laughs> that's to just do. a fantasy hopes talking. It is that, <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, yeah. But I just I don't know. I felt compelled <laughs> to kind of bring that up and talk about that a little bit with the whole Tyree Kill situation. Um, another player that I was reading some good stuff about, uh, Kiki Coutier from the Houston Texans. So uh, Deshaun Watson was talking pretty highly of him. Um, he's saying that you know he's got a lot more confidence in himself. You can tell he's like got a different demeanor in the locker room this year, a lot more swag, and uh, he's gotten a lot faster as well in his sophomore year. So Kiki was one of those guys. Like I just remember, like what was it like week five last year? It was like after Fuller got injured for like the you know he has like his season every season from now on he's just going to get injured at some point. So like because you can never rely on the, he's so great when he's on the field, and then when he's not, it's just trash. But yeah, so you can pretty much like people have their 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 sights set on him getting hurt. Kiki is one of those guys you can get really late in the draft, and I just I want to make sure people don't forget about him this season. Like you, you he, think um, you think Drake supports him or not? I don't know. That's I don't know. We need to, we need to you need to ask him on Twitter. I mean, I feel like he would. Like I'm thinking I mean, about drafting this he, guy, and he, I want to know if you support him or not to base my decision Kiki, on if I need. Do you love him? Yeah. Would you ride for him? <laughs> yeah, like, like literally, like ask him, like, should I draft yeah. him? Because if you if you support him, I'm, I can't draft him. Yeah, I'll text him and I'll yeah. see what he says. 
Yeah. I mean, you got Tweeter, bro. Yeah, I'm gonna text. I'm gonna text Drake. Hit him up on his bird, bro. I don't need to. Right now, him and Nick Nurse are, are you know, just having more intimate times. But we'll get into that. But uh, Kiki definitely wide receiver. Don't really want to forget about him. Um, next guy we're gonna talk about. So I said in the beginning of the show we're gonna talk about like a rookie. The rookie I was talking about is Noah Font. So I learned a lot about him after the draft, doing a lot more research, um, and. The more I think about it, you know, we got a lot of young talent in Denver. You know, you got, uh, what is it, uh, Deshaun Hamilton um, is coming up as a wide receiver there. Emmanuel Sanders is there. We, we all know that. Um, Philip Lindsay running back. A lot of young talent, but Joe Flacco now. Yeah, there's a lot of young talent. Royce Freeman. Mm-hmm, yep. And Royce, mm-hmm. too. Good talent there. Draft him early. And, and like, I was talking to somebody the other night. I don't. I wouldn't be so high on Philip Lindsay this year. I don't Why? think. I don't think Philip Lindsay's going to repeat what he did last year. <coughs> I don't. I don't see why he's not going to have a starting running back role. I mean, he'll have a starting running back role. Yeah. I just don't see him doing what he did last year. Got to remember, he's a short Christian McCaffrey man. I get that, but there is a whole new ball game coming to Denver. There's a new coach. There is new quarterback. It's same just, John Elway though. I, well, that, that's not, what does he really do? Make sure that he keeps tall quarterback staffed. Like, Peyton Manning. Yeah, exactly. Tall forehead, tall guy. But like, Ooh, it was a mess. <laughs> we never. Like, we, like his PR guy never was like, "Hey, um, can we change that fucking pad that you wear on your helmet? Can we loosen it up a little bit? Because like every time you take your helmet off at the end of a game, you just got this big ass fucking square on your forehead and like." It's 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 not appealing. It's like like you. I feel like I feel like what they should have done was like cut it out to a Papa John's logo. So like whenever he <laughs> took his helmet off, it was like a a white Papa John's. That would have popped really well yeah. too. That would have really like hit hard. I mean, that, that, that's like a homies. that's like like whenever he won the Super Bowl mm-hmm. and he took his helmet off and there was like a Papa John's logo right there. I feel like they could have paid him like three million dollars. Like sold for that. his face like a tattoo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He could have. He it would have been perfect. Things. He should have. Yeah. He he could have just put a temporary tattoo. No, like, no, no. I'm wouldn't... talking about seriously. Just just cut out the padding in a Papa uh-huh. John's logo, so it just shows up. No tattoo, nothing. It just comes out white right there. Like you have the red square with a white Papa John's logo on it. Like no, what if he like branded a P and a J into his forehead? Yeah, that would be anything. dedication. Yeah. yeah, just brand that shit into your forehead, or like tattoo Papa John's face on your forehead. So like you have like a little face on a big face. Yeah, yeah. That that could be cool too, but um. But yeah, now with Joe Flacco as the quarterback, um, the one thing I like about this situation and the reason that I feel like Noah Font may actually be a very, very good value tight end, even as a rookie this year, I was reading some stats online um, about Joe Flacco, and these are some things that... that, Because I I just remembered, like, Flacco seemed to always like the tight end when he was in Baltimore. So... I uh, found an article, and a shout-out to the DenverPost.com. Um, Ryan O'Halloran uh, for the Denver Post. He was writing this. I'm going to read a little bit of his article. He's got some you know, some stats to back up some shit. So it says, uh, in every season with the Ravens, 2008 to, to 2018, Flacco had at least one tight end f- finish among the top five in catches on the team. And in seven seasons, a tight end was among the top three Ravens in catches. 
Todd Heap, Ed Dixon, Dennis Pitta, Dallas Clark, Benjamin Watson, and Mark Andrews all had seasons of at least 30 catches. Heap had 53 in 2009, Dixon 54 in 2010, Pitta 86 in 2016, and Watson 61 in 17. All reached more than 50 catches, and Pitta and Watson led the Ravens in catches in 2016 and 17. So... When I think about those kind of numbers and I thought about like, you know, just thinking about the little hunch that I'd had like, oh, like Flacco likes to tight end. Those numbers right there automatically like give me a lot of like definitely a hype, a little bit more hype behind Noah Font because I just I, I can never really remember like Joe Flacco in the Super Bowl years that he had in 2013. I wasn't really watching it like as heavy, you know. And or was no, it was it wasn't 2013. Shit, when did he go to the? Was it 2013 when it was in New Orleans? I think it might have been. I thought they haven't won since before the Saints. No, no, they they played the 49ers. Colin Kaepernick was in that Super Bowl. It's the 49ers against the Ravens. Okay, yeah, that's the one Colin was, won. Yeah, that was when Ray Lewis was in it and all that shit. Yeah, so it's when the lights went out. But <laughs> yeah, like I mean, I just I know they had like some good wide receivers or whatever, but like. Flacco just seems like the tight end type of quarterback. And just from what I can remember, that's what I saw standing out in fantasy. So Noah Font is definitely a tight end that I would go for just based off of that alone. Secondary tight end. Yeah, I mean secondary, yeah, yeah, for sure. But, like, get him on a roster because, like, I feel like he's going to have some value towards somewhere in the season because, like, the Broncos just – you know, they got their whole run game strong, but they got to get the passing game strong. And what better way to open it up than unleashing a brand-new rookie tight end with a very tall, mediocre quarterback? Yeah, we just need the <laughs> eliteness of Joe Flacco to emerge again. Yes, yes please, Joe Flacco. Give us your eliteness. Um, Le'Veon Bell. So Adam Gase came out in a recent report and said that he was excited that Le'Veon Bell was on the team after all of the bullshit that was happening about the rumors of him being traded. Um, Lev Bell also dropped a brand new Instagram video, and we were talking about this too. Um, Le'Veon Bell having his own rap song as the music to him working out at training camp for the Jets may be one of like the all-time, like, well, not an all-time, but it's definitely a big, big dick power trip move. Yeah, he had plenty of time in the offseason, you know. Go and put some good stuff. I'm so yeah. glad that he got all that time. Moon Crater Booties and making your own rap albums. Yes. And then you can use your own rap songs as your music to you working out. That is the ultimate. hasn't lost it. Like, that's money moves. That's what Cardi B was talking about. No, Cardi B was talking about giving drugs to men to take their money. You're right, but she stopped doing that after she listened to our podcast. No, no, she didn't. She didn't. She did. She stopped whenever she made enough money to, to put up her album. No, she stopped after she listened to our podcast. That's factual. Okay. 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 It was factual. Okay. Um, so that happened. Um, but yeah. See, so, uh, the, the Lev Bell thing to me is I think the the reports that he was that he did not want Lev Bell is completely true. For the reason that that team needed more than just a high caliber running back. Well, yeah. So and plus, it's Adam Gase. Yeah, and you're, <laughs> yeah. You're spending all this money, all these the the picks that they had to trade. Everything it was a lot. Yeah, for one player. And whenever Gase, you really need to build 
Like, like you need to you need to have the land before you can build the house. Right. You know, basically what they did was they brought up a triple wide and put it in a trailer park. <laughs> like that's what they did. I don't think that Lev Bell should be there. Do I think he's going to succeed? Yeah, he'll. I think he'll succeed anywhere. You are like hardcore, like on like the no Lev Bell at Jets like train. Yeah, I still, I still don't think he. I still think he should be traded. And he's, I think where, he still possibly could him, be. Like, so you never gave me this answer last week. Where do you want him? Where would you want him to be? Where would you want him to end up? I, I'm not. I'm not sure. Just somewhere that. What would be like a, a viable place? A viable right. place for Lev Bell right now. The Colts. I think that'd be a good place for him to go. Yeah. They have the cap space. Uh huh. They've got a, a Hall of Fame, if he can stay healthy, a Hall of Fame quarterback. I believe. <laughs> yeah. All right. If he could just if he could just play a few more years before he gets too old. Got to make OTAs. Got to make OTAs. <laughs> um, you got T. Y. Hilton. I mean, it just I think he looked really fucking good in blue. And, and you white got too. Devin Funches there now too. Devin Funches. No, that's not really saying a whole lot. Really well, it, <laughs> okay, he was he was pretty good whenever he was second to uh, uh, Kelvin. Kelvin, yeah, before Kelvin ate the Popeyes biscuit. And yeah, and we're I mean we're gonna see. Yeah, yeah, you know, <laughs> Kelvin got the biscuits hard, bro. Bad. Uh, yeah, he was he was just he was he would wake up in the middle of the night and just. That's why he's cold, with Andy Reid now. That's why he's. Uh, or did he get cut? <laughs> he might already got cut. I, don't I haven't know. even looked at it. I think every he just we forgot about him. Yeah, but, but I yeah. think the Colts would be a good, a better place than the Jets, though. Not really feeling right. Marlon Mack, and Naheem Hines. And- we was looking at the cap space and the the mm-hmm. Falcons. Mm-hmm. Love Bell with the Falcons. I think that'd be a hell of an offense, but they don't. They don't. They're like seven hundred. They got to get rid of people. Cap. Yeah, yeah. They got a lot of shit. They got to cut some people, but they have to make some cuts for sure. So, but and they, then like, we we talked about before. Would you want the Raiders going what? with Antonio? That'd be nice. I mean yeah. that's kind of out remember, of reach where they're both their contracts. So. That was a uh, that wasn't like a legit thing for like a, a hot minute. Lev Bell going to the Raiders. Yeah, it would have been badass to see. I mean that would have been the show. That would yeah. have been the show right there in Oakland. I mean, and you you said that Mark Ingram went to the Ravens, but I mean that would have made you pretty happy to keep Boom and Zoom together. Yeah, it would have. It would have. I, yeah. I would like it's still like there's a, still a little hole in my heart knowing that Mark Ingram is not a saint anymore, but. You know, we'll see how the year goes. But I mean, did they hold on to Lev Bell, the Steelers? Hold on to Lev Bell's ability so long to make sure he went to a shit team? You know? Like, if people would have known that his... I mean, at the end of the he day... He was contractually actually leaving and they, you know... Like, you have to expect, though, if he, if he was to leave, and he did, that he was going to go to a shit team because that's who's going to have the most money. Not necessarily. Not necessarily, but yeah. I mean, usually the Browns are like fourth in cap space right now. Oh yeah, no. Okay, and they're just getting but they're not out a shit team anymore. They stopped. <laughs> they stopped being a shit team. Yeah, they're getting year. out of it. But yeah, they, they've they've crawled out of that hole. You know, a lot of people are expecting the Bills to be shit. I'm not really sure. So you, your your basic take on all this is that that he didn't come out and say this about Lev Bell. Only to keep his relationship with Lev Bell good, but he actually meant it. I think Adam Gase is stupid, honestly. <laughs> like, I think that he's a moron because, like, you know, you've got all this stuff going on, and just, oh, things are like, it's like, you know, like. He Le- said he used air quotes. I don't. I think that was a joke. Okay, I don't okay. think that was legit. But 
But, you know, it's just... Don't let stupid shit... Like, I mean, it is Lev Bell, and there is typically drama comes with Lev Bell. Like, we've we figured that out by now. People just don't know, like, if something happens in the meeting room and the doors are closed, and I say something, don't go run and tell people what I said. Like, we're trying to have a meeting. Yeah. And then, what that does is, is it, you know, you go have I a meeting with it, someone, and you can't, oh, you can't openly talk in a meeting, because you're like, oh, well, they're going to run and say this, but I need, I want to tell my opinion, and... Now he's got to go back and, you know, say, oh, everything's fine. You know, I think, everything's yeah, fine, but I he could get Adam traded. his best thing <laughs> to do is that. just, like, not even bite on any of this shit and just be like, we're focused on the field. Like, we're focused on what who's here and what's going on right now. That's, you know what that's I what think? matters. Adam Gase is a puppet. Yeah. He's a puppet. He looks like one. He's like, his eyes are like marionettes. Like, yeah. someone's controlling where his eyes move. And he ain't controlling. That's he's not sure. a puppet. He's a goddamn robot. That's what yeah. he is. That he's just ready to like blow up. It's Terminator shit. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, he definitely he definitely has those qualities. Like, what if, what if Adam Gase is like the first experiment of AI in, in coaching for sports? <laughs> well, they didn't use Bill Belichick as a surrogate. I can tell you that much. No, that's all human right there. That's a hundred percent alpha male human. Will never. And I, I I can honestly say this, and I will bet anyone in his whole career will he ever pay a running back. With thirty five million dollars guaranteed, no, he never. He would. will never do it. That was. I He's feel like, like that was more. I feel for like, like he ticket gets, sales. He gets his running backs from dirt cheap. Mm-hmm. Like he goes in on the shelf and he goes and finds well, these guys. Don't say that, like Sony Michelle is like dirt cheap. No, no, no. He well, he was a draft pick, so he's different. Yeah, he's different. Like by he's, the way, shout out to Dirt Cheap. Found a GoPro for twenty dollars. See, that's what I'm functional. saying. That's what Bill Belichick thinks Beautiful. whenever he finds these running backs for cheap, and and it's very smart because good running backs are very expensive, yeah. and they very much eat up your cap space. You know, of course, Tom Brady. Like, he, shouldn't Tom Brady be the number one paid quarterback right now? Should, give me one no, reason why he shouldn't no. be. Um, Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is not done with his rookie contract. Patrick Mahomes. Why? Stats. Why should he? Stats. Okay. How many rings does Pat Mahomes? Are we talking have? about like the best quarterback in the league Who right should, now, what, or like no. the greatest quarterback? What in the league quarterback right should be making the most money right now in the league? Yes. Yeah, I would. Tom say, Brady, right? Yeah, like Aaron and Tom and But Tom Patrick. Brady would uh, from just somebody walking in and seeing this man with six You rings, would expect him to be like if that, you weren't a football yeah. fan and you like everyone knows like Tom Brady like they know LeBron James. So yeah. like, you you expect him to be like I mean he, he is should be he's get, loaded out, but like his yeah, wife still yeah. makes more money than him at the end of the day. Yeah, but he did, yeah, he does. But like I'm saying they don't care. They they got money. Like they're they're fine. That's the team thing about it is I mean, I think Tom Brady's taken pay cuts before. Yeah, to keep he's, the team great. He's you know, about that. He's you know, about that let's life. Get, let's cut my pay and get a couple more dirt cheap running backs that are, I mean, hella good, okay? These are very, very talented running backs, and they're used in the best way, which is the best part about Billy Belichick. But. Yeah. You know, it's it's you're, you're right about that. Like, I mean, like, what they had like Cordell Patterson last year. Yeah. You know, using him the ways they used him was, was Brandon Cooks nice. for, for a year or two, you know? Yeah, but yeah, nothing really transpired. No, they they paid that. Edelman pretty good. Edel, yeah, Edelman's number him one. Good. Edelman's number one, and like Nikhil Harry, you know, I, he's going to be good too. Like he's he's going to take a little more time, but he means yeah. he's going to be good. Um, but yeah, that's uh with the whole Lev Bell thing, man. I just I think it that kind of shit needs to die. We all know that Lev Bell is not going to show up for voluntary shit. 
nine times out of ten, if he doesn't want to, he doesn't have to. You know, he he feels like he has earned that right, I guess, as a superstar in the league. And I've just understood that that's just the way that Lev Bell thinks. Yeah, I haven't seen that if he showed up to to volunteer yet. He didn't. He didn't? Mm-mm. Like, he's not... No, I thought he you didn't. said he had, like, a workout video, he but didn't. he's not working out with the team? No, I mean, he is now. Well, it's voluntary. Right these... now, they're in voluntary OTAs, right? Well, then, obviously, he's doing shit. He's yeah, jacking I, I, th- I think they are. I'm not 100% on that, but I think they're voluntary yeah, right now. I think that people just need to, like, chill out. But I also think that, like, Adam Gase or Lev Bell don't need to entertain this shit either. Like, it doesn't need to be entertained. Like, you really want to make your team good. Oh, it has to be entertained, because that's the question right now. And go, go, go to, the, like, one of the Jets... Um, press conferences sure. and like that's what everybody's asking about. Like they 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 can't ignore it unless they sit there and just Marshawn Lynch it and be well, like, "It's also May." They're just trying to. I'm only here so I don't about. get fined. Yeah, you know, like that's the only way you can. I think Lev right Bell now. should take that approach to a lot more shit, but I don't think he can allow himself to. Yeah, we have a lot of those in the NFL. Yeah, big time. More people should be like Marshawn. I love Marshawn Lynch. I do. Yeah, he's the man. Didn't you say he has something coming up too? Um, he's doing something with Ninja. Yeah, right? he's like he's playing in the well, one of the Fortnite pro ams with Ninja. He's going to be Ninja's partner. Um, Ninja's last pro am partner was Marshmallow, and uh, they won. I'm excited to watch that. I guarantee you, like how much you want to bet? Like, so we'll put like some bets up. Like, um, like how many bags of Skittles does Marshawn eat? We'll have to get, like, some shit rigged up for that, and we'll, like, do a whole entire, like, underground gambling event. A Skittle count. Event. Yeah, a Skittle count. Like, a jar, like, guess how many he eats, and you'll win a keychain. <laughs> a keychain. <laughs> yeah, a Everybody keychain. This is the badass keychain. Everybody wants this keychain. It's just a keychain. To have all, it, it, like, it, like, destroys all keychains of, you know, of all keychains of humanity. Like, it's, it's like you spend, like, you know, like, $1 for a chance to win 500. Well, you spend one keychain for a chance to win 500 keychains. I mean, keychains, quote, quote, keychains. Yeah. Yeah. You can make it happen anyway. We like keychains. We support keychains. He, he, he most gambling. definitely will be eating Skittles whenever he plays. So. Oh, for sure. He's going to have to be doing some wild shit. Something crazy is going to go down. Football's I just want to see, like, Marshmallow, like, roll up there and just, like, go stand behind them, too, and just stare at him, like, fuck y'all. You yeah. Know, why, why ain't this is where I'm supposed to be right now? I just want to see Marshmallow play music there unexpectedly, and then, like, everybody just start dancing, having a good time. That could happen. I'm telling you, there's, there's Fortnite's done some crazy things. They man. have the concert crazy with Marshmallow thing. was insane, and uh, also turned it turned it into a. It's it's kind of like what they wished would happen in NASCAR. Yeah, they turned it like into a, a sport, a relevant sport. Yeah, and like that's like the that's like the NFL of video games right now, basically, like Fortnite. I feel like that anyway. I mean, it's a national. It's becoming a national organization. You know, NFL, NBA, they have NHL, they, dude, they have kids' bedroom sets. Like bed sheets and shit. Or oh right yeah, everything. Everything. It's wild. Nerf guns. Yeah, like it like, took it's over. Like, it's like cannabis. They put it on everything. It took over <laughs> the planet. But no, speaking of marshmallow too. Like I had the uh, one one to get, plug this on the episode. I haven't got to plug it yet. Um, actually have plugged it, but it's official now. Go to the YouTube channel. Subscribe to the Garage Guys Fantasy Sports YouTube channel. You can check out my experience at the Talladega Geico 500. I've got the full video up there. It's a nine-minute video. I'm just interviewing people at race day, interviewing people at the parties on the boulevard. Fucking awesome video. One of my first video projects I ever did. Pretty proud of myself. Give myself a little bit of... I don't know, man. You were pretty pretty, uh, good amateur YouTuber back in the day. I've seen some. 
Oh yeah, my old shit. Yeah, yeah, like the just beat it video and the yeah. jumpsuits. Yeah, we used to have a lot of fun. I remember that night. Um, yeah, it was like me and guy. I think my the guy that was with me in the video, he like took a shit in the bushes out in our front yard at like two in the morning because we were oh, fucking shit. drunk. Yeah, like wild shit. We used to do some crazy shit, man. We're crazy kids. But uh, but yeah, yeah. I used to I used to love to do that. So I'm excited to be back on uh the YouTube train. So we're gonna have a lot more YouTube shit coming along the way but go do that right now subscribe check out the video let me know if you liked it or not should be going back in october homie jordan gonna be with me this time we're gonna make some shit pop it's gonna be fun you excited for your first nascar race i am ready i like uh, i feel like i feel like i could be that like that woman in um in talladega nights like the woman the vibrations the, the vibrations of the cause <laughs> the only reason i come and speaking of that, let's go ahead and talk about the Coca-Cola 600 on Sunday. So the race in Charlotte, all-star race wrapped up. Um, I think the biggest national thing that probably went out. Missed opportunity from NASCAR. You missed opportunity? Missed. missed. They was, let stranger things take this away. Okay. So, wait, stranger things, what do you mean? That's why they're doing it. What? That's why they're putting the new on the Coca-Cola. New Coke, yeah, like the new on the, the like they're redoing yeah, it, the old ones. That's why they're doing it, just for Stranger Things. Yeah, I know it was yeah, like, but well, it should be doing it for NASCAR to like bring back millennials into NASCAR. Oh no, I'm sure this opportunity. I'm sure, like, I mean, they have the Coca Cola 600 every year, but I'm I understand. Sure that, but like, they should have done this years ago. You know, they, oh, with like a new Coke. Yeah, like well, it's they for Stranger Things. Though I understand, but it should be for Stranger Things. Like NASCAR should have thought of this and got Coke to do it. They should do more for their throwback races. I feel like they could do it with really anything. Like, what if a know, NASCAR can... race also doubled as like a uh, like a generational party, like an '80s party or a '90s party? Like you had to dress like you were in a certain era to come to a NASCAR race. Nah, I don't think everybody would be into it. You could drink New Coke. You can't do that yet. I think New Coke <laughs> is stupid. I think they should just lower them fucking ticket prices a little bit. You know, well, lower the price of beer and and I mean, get, gotta, them, get people in the fucking race. Like, they got to make money somehow. But like in the All Star race last week, and I do want to mention one more thing about the new Coke. You know that basically that was like a thing that they did back in the eighties was new Coke and like original Coke formula. Yeah, it's they a changed different it. tasting formula. Yeah, they changed it, and it was like terrible. It did not work. No, but nobody liked it. Yeah, everybody hated it. So now they're bringing it back. The same formula. They're bringing it back now. Let them, let them go ahead. Let them. They're just gonna. It's, they're, gonna they're, be, it's a. It's a. It's a just a move to to get people to. You know the crazy thing about it. If you come, if buy you Coke do again. these type of things, sipping on bubbly. Like imagine it, dude. If I hand you two chicken strips, and I just tell you that one of them is from Cane's, and one of them is from Hardee's. And I let you bite into both of them. You're going to have a different opinion on those two. Of course. Okay. And then what if after I told you they're the same fucking thing and they actually were the same fucking thing? Could you imagine like how much you could like mind trick your mind into believing that it's actually different? I, I think that's labeled it's, as sorcery. I think what I want to do is go buy me a case of Cokes right now. And I want to go buy one of these new ones. And I want to taste them next to each other and see... Oh, or like do an experiment, like at the, like, like do it at a race or something, like an experiment, and see if people can tell the difference or not. Because they might I, not actually change anything. You, right now, the big plug for this race is going to be the, the the orange vanilla Coke. 
because like Bubba Wallace is driving the forty three orange vanilla coat car, and um, so they should have that. But yeah, they they should be serving new coat to people at this race. Oh yeah, without a doubt. But I mean, the main thing about this race is like Memorial Day. You know, so Memorial Day is coming up. You know, the race is on Memorial Day. All the cars, red, white, and blue, very patriotic. Um, I know that uh, all the paint schemes are basically very patriotic, so it's really cool. Really cool tribute. They they give a tribute to like fallen soldiers and stuff, like on the the windshields of their cars. Just badass shit. That's what's um, up. So America, yeah, just it's a big America. Everybody gonna be big wearing America. American flags there. Hardcore all day. Hardcore shit like that. Like I'm talking like Jimi Hendrix. Like thirty or forty Star, Uncle Star Sam's Spangle are gonna be there. Bank yeah. on it. It's gonna be like like Kenny Powers rolling up to the Fourth of July party. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be lit. I want that. Have you been seeing the? Um, the Budweiser American shirt. Have you been seeing it no, lately? No, I've been. Well, this is a, it's a Facebook thing, I guess. Uh, I I'll have to show it to you next time I see it. But it's like this. It, to me, it looks like a NASCAR guy, just because, you know, Budweiser, America, a redneck with a mullet, like just screams. Like Earl Dibbles. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> it just screams nascar to me and i feel like I, I would love to be able to rock a shirt and some shorts with budweiser america oh, just cut the it. sleeves off of it and cut off the fucking pants you don't cut, cut the flag chase no your sleeves you don't you don't do that the whole shirt is a flag yes oh okay i thought <laughs> it was like a flag on well, the shirt well, yeah it is but it's still a flag if, if as long as the shirt's not the flag if it's not made like that you don't cut it cut the sleeves it's a rule rockets red glare yeah Ugh, show the flex the guns Boom. yeah that's how you do it so yeah, um, Memorial Day. That's gonna be pretty cool. It's gonna, yeah, it's gonna be good. So this race, I've already got my sleepers and drivers to avoid article out. I actually have Bubba Wallace listed as a sleeper this week. Main reason, and like you can call me crazy all you want about this reasoning, but what I wrote about him basically. So you know, a lot of people that don't really follow NASCAR or follow like any of the drivers, Bubba Wallace has like been going through depression lately. And I didn't really know a whole lot about it. I saw somebody text me and was like, did you see the post about, you know, Bubba Wallace? And I was like, no, I didn't check it out. Went and looked at it and just talked about how he was in a very dark place. Because, I mean, he hasn't really finished high up in the race since the Daytona 500 of last year. He finished second. That was his, like, cup debut. So, you know, I feel like he's really got his spirits back up now. And he placed fifth in the All-Star race. He was just like, it just seemed like that whole night, even before the race, he was just really excited. He looked very positive. Looked like he was feeling good. And then he had a top five in an all-star race. Now, I get that there's only like 75 laps, but for me, when it comes to like just something as small as just your thought process of how you're thinking about something, controls so much. And a lot of people will say that, that I'm a huge like weirdo for like throwing that kind of shit into my fantasy advice. But that's just how I do it. And so I have him listed as a sleeper this week. I think that he's shown a lot more positivity. He's in a good headspace, and I think that that could be a big factor. And just the way he's running at Charlotte right now is really good too. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I got him. I think listed. his interview with Steve Harvey's in it, because he did talk about a little bit of that. I went and watched it. After you told me that, I went and watched the See, full. See, I haven't watched it yet. I went and watched the full interview, and Steve Harvey was just talking him up, you know, like, Man, you know, you're you have done amazing things. You know, you're a good person. You you need to keep your mindset in a positive way and you need to, you know, move forward and be proud of everything that you've done. And I feel like I feel like he talks some real good stuff into him because, you know, Steve Harvey tells you something, man, you won't remember it. It's gonna stick with you. I saw a clip where he was talking about like he was like 
his favorite music is heavy metal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, I can just see him listening to like Seven Dust, just like Holy Diver. Yeah, and he and that's what he was talking. About. He's like, I was just, I've just always been different, you know, than than your 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 typical NASCAR driver, I guess. You yeah. know, like he's just always been different and different type of person, and and that's he's where cool he, as fuck. He's I, got an awesome personality. Yeah, he, he does. He does. And I, I really do hope that, like, because we were we were talking about you know him not getting the sponsorships that he deserves. You know, before and like to see us talk about that, and like like you're talking about the positivity stuff. I feel like maybe, just possibly, maybe that some positivity was thrown his way, and then he got to go talk to Steve Harvey, and his name probably just got brought up in a lot more places. And it needs to be, yeah, it does need to be. And I think that's awesome. So I mean, like, I definitely want to see him get more sponsorships and do more things. Um, another driver, William Byron, also got the pole in qualifying. So uh, he's going. If you to didn't be- know, that means he qualified first. Thank you for throwing that in there. Yeah, yeah see, Jordan, some people Jordan don't know those kinds earlier. of things. You see, you got you got to explain some. You know, I'm pretty sure everybody knows that got the pole. Man. No, I know. To me, got the pole means somebody was walking and texting, and they got the or like, pole. Or like hit the wall, ho, like get the wall. Like <laughs> that, no, that's, <laughs> that's catch the pole. Catch the wall. That's yeah, catch the wall or catch the, the pole. Get the but wall. But no, ho. to me, catching get the pole the ball, means ho. like you know maybe it's uh one of those twirlers, you know. The flag twirler girls they caught the pole are like you know you're I mean? really into like uh you know like like social shit so like you go catch the pole and like you go like do a lot of polls so that you can help people get yeah statistics. yeah like the the writing polls yeah, yeah. so you gotta you it's like what are you doing tonight oh I'm just going to catch a pole yeah I'm gonna like, catch you know, a pole I'm doing some you know? polls like you know, online. like maybe like something that you know Hillary Clinton should have paid more attention to, like her, you know, the she polls. should have called the polls and seen that she was we gonna lose it. so everybody would have been <laughs> <you know? laughs> we get it. Um, so yeah, he qualified first. Yeah, William Byron qualified. Which did, means he's starting in first. Yeah, the pole in the so, pole position in the pole position. Top of the first. top of the track, right? Correct. Yeah, another That's one the first that, position. So Eric Amarola uh, qualified second. What's that called? He qualified second. Oh, uh, so nothing. Not the pole. That's what it means. Yeah, you don't want to qualify second. But he was running like 15th in practice, so I don't really know how much faster he got. We'll check a little bit Obviously more. Obviously, he got 13 positions faster. Well, and it's different now. In practice, <laughs> you got cars around you. So I wrote about him as a driver to avoid this week, actually, and I still stand my case. I don't care that he his car is fast enough to go to second when there's cars on that field. Obviously, some shit ain't going right. Well, we'll see what happens when the you know next practices come up. Um so but so for now, like, like qualifying like that now, you know we're back to single car qualifying. I know, yeah, yeah. So some cars are going to be faster than others with no drafting. Some drivers are going to be better and faster than others, you know, taking out the car factor yeah. without drafting. Some are going to be better with drafting. So, like, I'm starting to see their reasoning for not having single car qualifiers because of the simple fact that other cars are going to like, they're going to be faster when they have draft because right. they know how to use the draft and these better. Smaller teams loved it because they could get themselves a little bit higher. Now it's all about your own speed and clean air. Yep. So that's why you see Penske, Hendrick, Stuart Haas. Those guys are in the top 10 yeah. and you're going to have the major teams with the best equipment up there now. And that's just how it goes, but uh, but yeah, literally like Penske, I think, uh, let's see, Joe Gibbs, 
RCR was the shock for me in in uh, in practice one. Daniel Hemrick was at first, uh, and he qualified tenth, which is insane. So that might be another good one that I could talk about to be a sleeper this week. Hemrick qualified first at the uh, open as well. RCR cars, I'm telling you, something's gonna pop with them eventually. It sounds like they could be a fighting team. Yeah, Richard Childress. I mean, that was that's where the three car is. Austin Dillon's number three. You know, that's where Dale Earnhardt raced. Like, we haven't seen RCR be that good since Dale Earnhardt. Yeah, I was meaning more of, like, take the helmets off and fight, but okay. Oh, yeah, like like oh, Stuart Haas yeah, these, racing? Yeah, they sound like fighting, like yeah. Clint Boyer? Yeah, so that, that's got to be, like, really upsetting for, like, Tony Stewart because, like, just of the, the type of person that he was, knowing that someone on his own team. And, like, I have, I have mad respect for Clint. Like, I love Clint. <laughs> Funny as fuck guy. Literally, the, me and the dude are, like, walking and talking on my damn Twitter bio, like, picture. So like you know I'm I'm all for Clint Boyer, but take your fucking helmet off. Bro. Like even in hockey, <laughs> if one of them falls down, yeah, they stop the fight. Right. Like he straight up didn't let the dude get out of the car. Like he protected his head with the helmet and I don't lifted know, up above the car where he couldn't even be punched and like just went wow wow wow. I don't wah, know wah, what wah. the fuck was going through his head because like I mean he kind of we don't like, either because he had his helmet on. You're right. Well, Kids got to take true. off his helmet if he's gonna fight. That's that is what, true. That's what he said. But it just sucks, man. Like it's just because it's like I don't want to see Clint Boyer be like that guy. Like you know I would I'd rather him take his fucking helmet off and be like if I get a fucking bruised lip. So Let him it. get out the car. Yeah, that too. Start there. It was funny as fuck though. I mean the dude just <laughs> went walked to the fucking car window and just starts nailing. It looked like Grand Theft Auto. Like, yeah, like three, like trying to get somebody out of the car to rob him. Like, what it looked like? Fucking like Tony, it glitched. It glitched out, and like he just started punching inside the car. Tony Stewart sitting up in a fucking box. Uh, kid's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know, man. And I'm Ryan, yeah, I, I'm gonna no. What is? How does he say it? Fuck! I gotta think about this. He's I gotta like, think of it either. I'm gonna think. bust his ass. Yeah, kids say that. I'm gonna bust I'm a, his ass. I'm gonna bust his ass. <laughs> I'm gonna bust his ass. Kids an idiot. I'm gonna bust his ass. <laughs> that video, dude. My God. That dude. There's a happy late birthday to Tony Stewart, by the way, too. And congratulations. He was uh, not. He was. He got into the NASCAR Hall of Fame with Joe Gibbs and Bobby Labonte. So all Joe Gibbs guys. Old school Joe Gibbs guys, pretty awesome to see all that go down. But yeah, the, the, there's nothing better. I, I've figured out my all time favorite one is when he's being sarcastic as fuck at Talladega talking <laughs> about the cars. Talk about the wrecks. You know, I'm I'm going to be an advocate for us to get a figure eight out here so that we can all just go. <laughs> I mean, you know, if the race other. ends and like there's still cars driving, I think they should just just add more laps until all the cars are wrecked. You, know, say, we, you know, I feel bad. Day. I feel bad if I don't spend 150 thousand dollars and come back to the garage with a torrent race car. <laughs> <laughs> Like you just, I, I I I hate it because like growing up, like now looking back, if if I would have known who Tony Stewart was today, like the man that he is, I would have been a Stewart fan when I was a kid. Yeah, me there's too. no doubt. Yeah, like that dude is fucking incredible. And like just my, growing up, my dad being so like pro like Gordon, and then after Earnhardt passed, my dad went to Junior. So like you know, trying to force that, so I grew up thinking like Tony Stewart was like a bad guy. You know, like, oh, we don't pull for Tony Stewart. That guy's—he's a bad guy. Yeah, no, he cusses. Like, I, I remember that. I legitimately remember being a kid. And my dad being like, he cusses. And so, stuff. how does it work in the NASCAR community with bandwagoning and, and swapping? Um, you know, like say in in the NFL on the bandwagon form, it's got um, player was traded, player was drafted, um, team. 
home team is shit. You know, like there's reasons for swapping teams or bandwagoning a team. How does it work for NASCAR drivers or fans to swap drivers? Dude, honestly. Is it legal or not? Okay, so honestly, this is the way that I see it. When you go to a NASCAR race or when you're like, you know, just have friends that are NASCAR fans, nobody really talks about who their guy, like, I mean, they talk it's on about, their shirt. well, yeah, they talk about who their guy is. <laughs> it's on their shirt. It's on like, their hat. It's on their belt buckle. It's the color of their shoes. Nobody really questions you. Like, I mean, if you go one day, like, you know, I went wearing a, uh, I have a Chase Elliott shirt. I also own a Carl Edwards shirt. He's an old racer. But like, you know, I I personally find that like now it's harder for me to be a fan of one driver because like I just love I love all of them. Like, I love a little bit of all of them. Yeah, you know, we, love- we just have to like investigate this on a a community level. Like, yeah. Next time whenever we go, we're going to have to ask that question. Yeah, we definitely need to like, check that. I think that we should out. make up a bandwagon form and ask them. You're right. I mean, like, right now it's easy to see, like, the most popular driver that everyone's a fan of is Chase Elliott. Yeah, but it just kind of made me think of it whenever you said, like, like your dad pulled for this and then pulled for that. I was like, right. how does it work with them, you know? So, like, right now the three big guys, like, if you're a Chevy guy, you're probably pulling for Chase Elliott. If you're a Ford guy, you're probably going to be pulling for either Brad Keselowski or Kevin Harvick. Mostly Kevin Harvick in the South. I'd hate to say I'm a Toyota guy. And it's okay. Yeah. If you are. I'd I mean, rather go against Chevy. Toyota, the number one guy, yeah. Kyle Bush. Yeah. And that's it. So I mean it's like Like maybe I'm maybe I'm an Eminem fan. And that's okay. You know? Even if though you he told want, me not to be, be his fan no more. I mean, I honestly I don't I don't honestly get it why people are so against him. And I guess I mean it's just like we've had NASCAR is he, Joe. Is he like Tony Stewart? This generation? I, no, I mean I don't really know how to how to explain Kyle Busch. He's just he's whiny. Is he too good? He's whiny. Is he too good though? He's he's a he's a diva. Uh, he's a diva. I mean and we've like, had divas give him, in there before. People give him nobody shit. liked her either. She <laughs> couldn't even figure out how to wreck somebody and not wreck herself. So. Who Danica? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Aaron Rodgers' girlfriend, <laughs> significant other. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like. Kyle Busch to me, like I know NASCAR Joe that's been on our show. He's a Kyle Busch guy. He loves Kyle Busch, Rowdy Bush, what people call him. I mean, he's good. You can't deny that. But like, I'm not gonna sit here like if he wins a race, like I'm not gonna be like pissed. But dude, in Talladega, like they hate Kyle Busch, hate him. Like, <laughs> I'm just more of a fan of the sport itself, and like I don't really know. I feel like there's a lot of people like. Yeah, but me. I, I, I agree with that. But I'm talking about. I don't think there's a lot of people like that in the NASCAR. No, industry. there's not. Like growing up. Like, yeah, yeah. See, that's like that's what me, I want to know more about. Like not about like you, oh, but no, about no. Their, there was a their, time. There was a time, and that was Gordon and Earnhardt, dude. Like when yeah. you were back then. Like I remember growing up, Battles. like dude. Yeah, like, my dad had a fucking Rainbow Warrior shirt. Like, people, he probably doesn't want people to know this, and my dad would probably <laughs> kick me in the in the balls for, like, telling people this. But, yeah, my dad was not an Earnhardt fan. My dad was a Jeff Gordon fan. Like, when he got in an NASCAR, I remember my dad had Jeff Gordon shirts and shit. Yeah. And so, for me, like, I'm growing up, and I'm like, you know, oh, I want to check out who my dad likes. I like the Rainbow car, don't get me wrong, but, like... You see pictures of Dale Earnhardt, and like you fucking see his car. Like, there's just something for a little kid. Like, I was just like, "That's badass." I was like, "I like that guy." And so, you know, I was always I I I leaned more forward to Earnhardt. Like, that was who I liked. My dad liked Gordon. 
And like that was the biggest fan base. Now I feel like it's just a little more scattered. Like I mean, people that were fans of Earnhardt became Kevin Harvick fans because he drove the twenty nine for RCR, and he drove the the Goodwrench car for a long time. And then once he went to Ford, I feel like a lot of people went with Kevin Harvick from there because Kevin Harvick has a lot of fans that I feel like used to be Earnhardt fans. Yeah. Harvick kind of took that torch, and he's got that. Jimmy Johnson's another so like, one. You can stick with a car, you stick paint with scheme. A, you can stick with the number. Yeah. You can stick with the team. See, you can stick with the sponsors. That, to me, that's what like, it is. Like, for me. But, like, it, like, like uh, how many times do they stick with the driver whenever they swap? Well, I guess it really doesn't happen. They really don't swap See, numbers and, and all a lot. See, and that would be a so. problem for me because I'm more of a fan. A ma- I'm a manufacturer fan. What would have happened? I think I'm a Chevrolet se, fan. And this you know? is um, this is a hypothetical, of course. Mm-hmm. If Dale Earnhardt would have changed teams, numbers, and graphics, do you think all of his fans would have went with him? Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. So like, there was nothing with us about it. It was all about the driver. At that but point. also, like, it would just be very different because like that was him. That three car that oh, yeah, was not just yeah, a car. That was yeah. Him. That car will never die. Yeah, he would have never left that car. Like, there's no. Oh, I, I understand, but I'm saying. But the that, chance but of the, it for the argument. What, what if he was? Of the gre- for the what argument. if he was in the 24? You know, throughout those years, it would just been a different. Yeah. It would have been the same, but it would have just been different. Yeah, you know, but I was just trying to pick it about you know whether no, they follow really the driver like, or the car. You or have the all type or, of different fans though. That's why I love NASCARs because like maybe the attitude, so, maybe you follow the attitude. That that yeah. is basically, and like I feel like that's it, I feel like it lacks a little bit of that. It's lacking a little more. Phys- I'm, I'm glad to see a little more physical shit happening in the sport, but like I think more needs to happen. <laughs> well, I mean, but that's just like the the degenerate. Let them get out the car and take off your helmet. Yeah, you know, for throw sure. the gloves off. You know, let's have the referees step back a little bit and let's just let them have that. Oh, they do, they do. Well, they, they do, but it. they don't. They can't do it when the man's in the car still strapped in. Well, no, it he just probably just, still had it. Like he he probably still had his ready, neck strapped in where he couldn't even move his head. Like his I'm head was just getting see, hit. Like boom, boom. I'm ready to see younger drivers go at it that's something i haven't seen really yet like i mean i've yeah. seen suarez and like michael mcdowell they went at it this year boyer and newman that's the old dudes i'm ready to see the young guys go at it we oh, need to watch some dirt yeah maybe they have that in the dirt more often because I, I know every yeah. single like, we need to go to race, a dirt track race every single one to. i've ever been to there's let's been a fight go let's go drivers. videotape let's go do a docu like a documentary at a dirt track yeah let's do it that needs to happen because right. every single one do they still have the one right there I think they, they they got one in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Hattiesburg, yeah, that's like the closest one to us, I think. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah, we need to do that. I got people in Hattie too. I'll, I'll holler at them. We'll all go. Uh, my people get with your people. We'll get with our people. We'll do that. Yeah, my, yeah. yeah. NASCAR's cool. Check it out. Do that. <laughs> I love it though. You guys already know that. Yeah. All right. So before we wrap up, um, a couple things to talk about. Uh, quick theory about Drake. Let's go ahead and get this out the way. Um, we're sitting outside earlier. We're talking about the whole. The, everybody's talking about like, did Drake is Drake like the new Spike Lee when it comes to Spike Lee and his love for the Knicks and how he's overbearing and like Drake with Toronto and like him like, giving Nick Nurse a shoulder rub. I feel like Drake should get a bandwagon tattoo. No, but I mean like Drake's from Canada, so it's kind of like that. You, you can't really argue that fact. Like, but he's everywhere. Was he from Alabama? I don't know. Drake's everywhere. Who, like, who else has he went for that they lost? Everyone. Everyone. Uh, everyone didn't he go, go for the Cavs lost, once? If they lost, Drake went for them. But remember, he did do the thing with the NFL this year where he put all the teams on his shirt. So Yeah, Toronto won't really Toronto won't win. Okay. Now, this is what I this is my theory, okay? 
we know this Drake curse thing happened. Like, you know, you can ha-ha and gag put all four teams on the NFL playoff roster. We all know someone's going to win it. That's not how you get around this. you got to be legit. you got to go for one person, put your love and faith to it, see what happens, see if the curse is real. So now we've seen Toronto get far enough to where Drake can be like, oh, I can be a fan of my home now. I'm going to just migrate back up here to the six and go give Nick Nurse shoulder rubs and be the Spike Lee of Canada. So I'm coming home. Yeah. So Boosie, by the way. Here's the theory. All right. Let's say Toronto beats the Bucks. I can see that happening. Game in game six tomorrow. If they win if not tomorrow, if they win Saturday, they advance. Yep. All right. I think Saturday's seven. So I think I'd love to see is, I think tomorrow is I want to see game seven. But if they did beat him six, I really wouldn't be mad. Yeah. But they go and they win. Does that cancel the Drake curse? Like, would, is that the only thing it would take is for like Drake's home team, like where he's from, to win a championship, and then like we're all free from the Drake curse, and like he could just go for anybody, and like they wouldn't lose anymore. Like if it reverses the curse, like if Drake goes for somebody, like now they're gonna win. Is that like the only? I feel way like if 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 they win the finals at work here, that um. It's going to be like Drew Brees winning a Super Bowl, and he's going to retire from pulling for a team so that he can go out as a winner. Yeah. That's what I think should happen. And But I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think they're going to beat Golden State. I don't either. But I think that's an interesting theory. It is. Could, could it flip the Drake curse? Could it turn it off if, if Toronto brings it home? If we, the North, proves that the North is superior? Is it going to prove that... Drake isn't the reason they all lost. And what happens What so. happens to the league? Like, Does it become a Canadian league at that point, or is it still an American league? No, it's still American. Even if a, a team from Canada wins? Yeah. It's a National Basketball Association has, of America. Has Toronto ever won I have no idea. I have to look at that. I feel like a lot of... I feel I like, just, I feel like, every NBA I feel like you know has. how they have like the end of NFL games that like you know the guys isn't going to Disney World or whatever? I feel like if they win... like. Kawhi has to like just laugh. Kawhi, 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 whatever the fuck. He just has to laugh. I just want to. I just want to hear him like <laughs> out of nowhere. Just like, like, dude, I gotta get the sound clip so we just be randomly talking. Sometimes just, <laughs> he has to laugh. That's all. Like that. If he, he does just, that. He I'll take Drake's curse away. Dude, that, breathe, I think breathe deeply with noise. I think that they need to sell like Hallmark needs to sell cards where like to make people feel better when they open them. It's just like yeah, get well soon. Just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and just like have like, like his face, dude. I'm telling you, his laugh. I, it's different every time, but it's the same thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Just I think trails. I think, I think we we'll, I think we will be able to find a YouTube video of nothing but him laugh, of his laughs. Oh, that's a guarantee. It's happening after this we're gonna show. make we're gonna make uh, we're gonna make cards. We're gonna yeah. make these cards. Yeah. And we're gonna sell them on our website. Garage guys, <laughs> we're doing this. So be on the lookout for <laughs> cards for all of your holiday needs. No, what about like uh, what about um, Merry Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> Um, when you fake somebody out, like you're about to ask them to prom, or you're about to like ask them to marry you oh, on Valentine's shit. Day, and it's like, like got him cards, yeah, yeah, just like, just like, just like I got you this card, or no, like if they had like a number, like a number, like dude, like the rejection hotline, it was just <laughs> quiet, it was just quiet Leonard's lap, yeah, he just called his number, she's like, ah, welcome to the rejection hotline, <laughs> ah. 
Oh, there's man. millions of things you could do with it. Yes. Oh my god, that laugh is golden. That that might be the best <laughs> laugh of all time, honestly. All right, and then to another thing that has made a lot of people laugh didn't really make Jordan laugh. Um, it, it kind of left me. It was is confusing. Um, so big news topic right now: the Lonely Island is relevant again. Um, Andy Sandberg and um, Akarva Schaefer, I believe is his name, and uh, also uh, Jorma Tacone. Not even sure if I'm pronouncing that right. I feel like those names are completely made up, but they're they're definitely probably their real. You names. gotta pronounce names correctly around Chase. He gets really upset about it. It's a strange thing, yeah. um, but like I totally don't know if I'm butchering them or not. But basically, that's the Lonely Island. Those are the guys that made them on a boat, um, dick in a box, those jams. So they're relevant again on Netflix. They have released a th- a thirty minute vis- uh, visual poem, is what it's called. You know, fucking and- poem. It was called a visual poem. Okay, we identify as we want to these days. Okay, yeah. So this is like it really is twenty nineteen. It's one of the first things we've ever really seen of its kind. A visual poem. Visual poem. And I feel like a visual poem should happen on like an open mic night with like a real artist visually snaps. Yeah, snaps and waves and like you know they're like that's what I like a good hippie. You know, like just got done smoking a smoking a hooter. You know, just well, it kind of was like that though because there was like scenes from the show, "Eh," and he would like zoom in on their face and shit. Yeah. So I gotta go ahead. All right. So I gotta tell you guys. So it's it's called the the Bash Brothers Experience. Basically, like the uh, the Mark McGuire. It's Mark McGuire and Jose Canseco. Yeah. But it's uh, let me see if I can get the exact name of the show. I just know it's Bash Brothers Experience. Way too long for a visual poem, I must say. It's thirty minutes, but no, basically it's like an album. So, um, my goodness. Okay, uh, basically just oh, okay, the unauthorized Bash Brothers Experience. Got you. So. It's uh, Mark McGuire, Jose Canseco, and they're just rapping. And basically, it just has a lot to do with steroid usage and daddy issues. Those are like the two main things. It got kind of dark at one point, um, but then it kind of like brought itself back to light. But without spoiling it, I would just recommend watching it. It's unlike anything I've ever fucking seen. Um, Jordan, I mean, what, what are your thoughts? Um, I recommend not watching it and to instead watch something useful in your life. I challenge you to do something useful and don't watch it because just like on uh, Billy Madison, whenever he said, you just made everyone in this room dumber, I feel like that's what that did to me. That's what it did to you? Yes. So do you feel feel a little more bright today? No, no. I feel dumber today by watching it. Yes. That's what I mean, sarcastically bright. See, I'm good at sarcasm too. I don't know if that's sarcasm or not, but but, hey, you're really good at it. You would be one of (laughs) them. I didn't catch that one, but (laughs) (laughs) that's how yours was the other night. (laughs) So inside jokes, (laughs) but uh, but yeah. Anyway, I I personally thought it was just it was out there. Oh, was it out there? (laughs) It was out there. It was, it was, there's really no other way to explain it. It was so out there. I would refer to it as a visual poem. It is a visual poem for sure, but it's an album, a visual album, poem, whatever you want to call it. It's, it's wild. I mean, if you're, if you're like, it will be played in many, 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 many MLB locker rooms. If you know that like there's nothing on TV, there's nothing going on, and you're like high on your couch, like I definitely recommend watching it. 
if you're just like trying to be productive and you're like you know trying to crunch something in like because you feel like it's like something you really need to be a part of get into it yeah if you need to like really be a part of it like you know like i'd probably recommend like choosing something else to do with 30 minutes but at the same time i mean it's just it's it's wild goofy ass comedy and uh i don't know I mean, it definitely, it definitely made me a little more like, like, oh, when's the next baseball game coming on? <laughs> like, you know <laughs> what I mean? It's like, it's like the baseball player is going to listen to it in the locker room to get really excited oh, about yeah. going and sitting on the bench and waiting for somebody to hit a ball. I guarantee like, you. Why would you get hyped up for that? I guarantee the series you, is like the only time. They're one of those songs from that visual poem that we watched, the Bash Brothers Experience, will be playing in a locker room on some baseball team. Oh, dude, we're we're in a generation where days. Old Town Road has made it to like some of the most upscale parties in this country. Oh yeah, so yeah, it's uh, the new bunny hop for sure. Would you say it's the new bunny hop? Old Town Road. Old Town Road is the new bunny hop. Um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that. We gotta watch the music video for that. Isn't it released now? For what? Old Town Road. Yeah, I've already watched it a couple times. You have? Yeah, I haven't watched. It. I need to watch it. We'll watch it. All right, we'll do that. So we're about to go and watch. Uh, oh, one more thing. As far as baseball and sports goes, Doc Ellis, search him on Google. Dude pitched a no hitter while on LSD. And Dude, I, like everyone I was going to ask you. That. You were talking about Bubba Wallace, mm-hmm. and what were you saying was his issues? He was worried about winning. Yeah, maybe he should get him a little trip of LSD for the Coca Cola. You know, maybe. the Coca Cola Six Hundred. Hey, maybe we, he could should drive. We sneak, should we sneak a no hitter? Should we sneak him some LSD? They, I don't know how safe that would be, though. <laughs> like, you're I mean, driving a car at 200 miles an hour on LSD, I, bro. <laughs> hey, hey. A man pitched a no-hitter on it. Yeah, um, but he wasn't driving a car going 200 miles an hour. <laughs> but he also was jumping out of the way of baseballs when they weren't even coming his that way. So he was like, extra safe. Yeah, he had no idea. He, he, but he was extra safe. I don't know. That's interesting. <laughs> hey, I don't saying, think personally I would yeah. do it. But then again, I've never done acid. So I don't think know. I would personally pitch an MLB game on on acid or LSD either. I I, w- I probably would. I mean, I would do it high. I would I would I would smoke weed and go. He said it. in that video. He said everybody knew I was always high. They just didn't they know, know how I was high. high old. Old. <laughs> they yeah. didn't know how high I was. So <laughs> a lot of you listening to this might not even know who the fuck Doc Ellis is, but definitely go look. I up didn't Doc know who he was until then. Look up. He played for the Pittsburgh Pirates in the seventies. He pitched a no hitter on LSD. It's a funny ass clip on YouTube. Go just type in Doc Ellis LSD no hitter. The big it's called the no no. There's a documentary about it called the no no. Go look this shit up. It's fucking great. That's all the time we got, guys. Um, again, be sure to check out our sponsors, Rotoballer.com and OfficialGoatGear.com. Be sure to look at my articles. Set your lineups if you play in NASCAR this Sunday. Win some cash. It's fun. Try something different. Uh, football talk is continuing on more and more. Catch us on a mock on Sleeper. Jordan, you got any any last words? Any last words? No, not really. I'm cool. Where can they follow you at this week? On the tongue. On the tongue. On Care the to tongue. explain? Just like Patel's Steve, bro. Oh, on the tongue. Got you. All right. I Let's saw see. that go straight over your head. You're like a philosophical wordsmith. You know that? I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I don't like toot my own horn. You know toot, I mean? toot. You know? Toot, toot. But I'm it's 2019. I can identify that as if you want me to. You want to toot the marshmallow horn? I mean, not really. 
right now. Right now, you want to cheat it if you if you want to. I mean, you, your fingers there. Do it. Okay. You have anything else you want to say? I said no already. No. Remember? Sports. Party. Repeat. <laughs>